Welcome to the show, baby. Yes, we're a little behind schedule right now, but we are getting it going, man. I wanted to go live today, so, you know, it happens. It happens. Wanted to give you a better show. I wanted to chat with everybody in the chat room, so that is why we are late. Uh, I had some stuff I had to do this uh, this morning. So, episode 470, we got coming your way today. We're going to check out the Triumph models. Oh, the 1200RS is a beauty. It's a beauty, I tell you. Also, we're going to look at uh, the lineup uh, as far as Triumph goes besides the 1200RS. We're also going to respond to the, what is it with you guys and hate mail, man? Uh, I, I, oh, I must have received at least five or six going off on me about my support for unions so today i am gonna let you know what the hell unions have done for you yes we're mixing it up on the show now man uh then also we have the biker news uh towards the end got some uh news about uh a young veteran uh, admits role in a death, man. Also, some Hell's Angel news, and uh, yes, that wall of shame. <laughs> ah, wait till you see the wall of shame today. But first, out of Norway, man. Yes, you're looking at the future here in the United States. I didn't think it would happen, uh, you know before 2035 2040 but uh norway is on the ball i guess man uh they're gonna stop now listen stop new combustion vehicle sales by 2025 that's four years from now you will not be able to get a new car truck uh and motorcycles it looks like uh in norway that are gas no more holiday davidson's unless it is the electric uh, live wire let's hear the uh release from ncom norway's national government intends to drastically cut its greenhouse gas emissions in half by the year of 2030 aiming to become a zero-emission country by 2050. So by 2025, the current plan is to completely do away with the sale of all new combustion vehicles, including motorcycles. <laughs> we thought Euro 5 was bad. Norway, you know what? They stepping it up. By ratcheting up uh, public incentives for EVs, electric vehicles, and reducing taxes, tolls, parking, and ferry fees, battery electric vehicles have now outsold piston power cars, making up, and this is unreal, 54% of the total car sales over in Norway. Quote, in Norway, we tax what we don't want and we promote what we want. And the consumer has, in this way, actually the opportunity 
to make the right choice. <laughs> you got to make the right choice with the ones in power, man. Uh, this according to the Huffington Post. Wow. The, you know what? Euro 5 is bad. Norway said, no, nah, we don't want to sell uh, gas-powered uh, vehicles anymore by 2025. And I like how they really put in there, make the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I bet uh, Detroit right now is, uh, you know, squirming in its boots, man. Uh, there goes Norway for any sales that they had overseas. I told you electric vehicles is going to be the freaking wave of the future. And what they're doing with the transportation department under Buttigieg is, uh, the, you know, and this is, I guess, one thing I do support is getting the infrastructure together with all these different charging stations, like a gas station, but charging stations. Yeah, I bet Elon Musk is real happy about that right now. <laughs> you know, he's probably got a freaking uh, big old heart on right now because uh, electric vehicles are on the rise. And everybody should have seen this coming with, uh, you know, the incentives that they're pushing and stuff. But another good point out of that that you can actually compare this to has to be... If they tax you, you're supposed to make the right choice. It just came out uh, that the administration, they're not talking no longer about taking guns away because, you know, they know if it gets to the Supreme Court, it'd be uh, knocked down. And next thing you know, their gun control BS is uh, dead on rival. So they want to tax the guns. I think it was a $200 tax on what they call assault rifles, even though well, we it's just a dressed-up rifle is all it is. It's not an assault weapon. It just looks scary. But they want to now tax it. And that's one of the things, you know, well, we'll raise money. We'll be able to buy back stuff. Come on. Give me a break. After uh, dude won the election, freaking gun sales skyrocketed. I'm talking it went through the freaking roof. But that just shows how, you know, governments try to control what you do. And when I seen make the right choice, I was like, holy cow, man, are you serious? <laughs> but I wanted to get to the haters uh, about the union deal. It is actually funny. Uh, when we were talking about mail-in ballots and all that stuff last year, everybody was for them. But now that uh, an Amazon warehouse down in Alabama, I believe it is, they want to form a union, which I support 100%. The more unions, the better to me. Hate me all you want. But I know what they've done for my family, uh, co-workers, uh, my whole family back in West Virginia's co-workers, and steel workers. And as well as truck drivers, even though I think uh, within the truck driving industry, you, not, you guys need to get it together, man, and get some hardcore unions together, uh, just like it was in the old days. Uh, get some Teamsters in there. 
because the cost of living and the amount that drivers are getting paid has stayed basically the same minus inflation since the 1970s and then you got all these uh european block and you got uh, a lot of immigrants taking truck driving jobs and next thing you know the wages are stagnant you know the ones coming into the country are like wow we're making a lot of money while it's been the same for everybody else I want to give a shout out to YouTube. How you guys doing, YouTube? Uh, again, sorry for the late start, but it you know is what it is. But anyway, I wanted to take you to uh, this one article, haters. Uh, stuff that unions have actually gave you and I. Without them fighting for this stuff, you wouldn't have it. If it was up to the corporate elitists, they'd have you working seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Just so you can enrich them. Anyway, the number one thing that unions gave us was the weekend. Yes, the weekend. Uh, relatively labor-free in 1870, average work week was, uh, for most Americans, it was average, 61 hours. Now, I know a lot of people put in overtime and stuff like that uh, nowadays, but that was the average work week was 61 hours. Not 40, but 61. Can you imagine some of these uh, cupcakes nowadays having to work 61 uh hours a week and most of the time it was six days a week because sundays was considered the sabbath and stuff here in the uh, united states and you didn't work on that uh in the 19th century in the 20th labor unions engaged in massive strikes in order to demand shorter work weeks so that americans could be home with their loved ones instead of constantly toiling for their employers with no leisure time. In 1937, the labor actions created enough political momentum to pass the Fair Labor Standards Act. Without them, you wouldn't have had that act, and it was at the federal level and created a short week. A lot, you know, a lot of people still in the United States are amazed at uh, countries like Australia, Canada, uh, Europe, where, you know, they, they don't work that much over there, man. They don't, man. I think uh, th their work week is shorter than ours, and they get a lot what's called holidays. I wish we got a lot of holidays off. Uh, uh, the second thing they gave us was fair wages and relative income equality, which I don't know, man. I think uh, you know a lot more needs to be done as far as income equality. You're looking at Jeff Bezos, uh, and he uh, is like a trillionaire, one of the first. And the only way he makes money is to keep costs low, meaning labor costs. Here he's worth a trillion, but God forbid we give a living wage to you. And, you know, it's funny how all these people supposedly uh, support unions during these election times. 
And the next thing you know, like the Keystone Pipeline, man, they go back and stab you right in the keister. They kill you. Sad state of affairs right there. Uh, uh, man, I feel so sorry for the oil workers. Uh, the third thing they did was help end uh, child labor in the United States. Uh, they banned uh, children from under 14 from gaining employment. Yes, it used to be where, you know what, you talk about the sweatshops uh, in Asia right now. But back then in the early uh, American history, yes, we had child labor right there. And then the 1938 uh, Fair Labor Standards were acted. Uh, unions, number four, uh, one widespread employer health coverage. Every time, you know, if you're working and you got a health plan through your employer, thank a union for it. Thank a union for it. Uh, they got it to where you can get insurance through the, uh, your employer. If you look at, uh, see, you know, I'm one of them uh, people, and you might call me progressive thinking on this ideal, but we're sending millions upon millions of dollars overseas to help other people. Why can't we have a system like Canada where everybody's covered? Take care of your people, I say, before everybody else in this world. That's one thing I, you know what, I believe in is everybody should have health coverage, man. Uh, and then uh, unions spearheaded the fight for the Family and Medical Leave Act. Uh, now, I don't like the AFL-CIO that much, but they did fight for this uh, Family and Medical Leave Act, which was uh, pretty cool of them to do. So that, to my haters, is what I say unions have done for you have done for you you know you might want to respect that fact i know a lot of your biases are based on uh, party affiliation or what uh, ever news source you go through and uh, a little jealousy i'd have to say a little jealousy because you're sitting here making this amount of money while unions are out there making some good damn money. But hey, they went out and fought for it. So is what it is. That's my answer to all the haters about my stance on unions. Now let's go into some biker stuff right here. We're going to go and uh, look at the new Triumphs 2021 and then uh, Triumph uh, unveiled yesterday. Woo, she's pretty. Wait till you see it, but let's listen the in. And this is from Motorcycle engine, Live. You know, two and a half liter, biggest production motorcycle engine in the world. 2,500 cc's. Uh, pretty rapid as a consequence, you know, 221 newton meters of torque. Not a lot's going to be uh, keeping with you at the traffic lights, that's for sure. That's a lot of power, but does it go around corners? Yeah, absolutely. So real focus for this bike was improving the handling. So it's 40 kilos lighter than the uh, previous generation bike, which is real credit to the engineering team. Man, uh, she's a beauty. Sticky rubber in the form of the Avon. Let's go to the next one here. Really allowing you. Just looking at the shore suspension. Woo! Man, now that's what I'm talking about. The Tiger, man, for an off-road bike. It kills the Pan-American, man. Uh, oh, I love this bike. Which obviously has got more of that off-road focus. 
talking about and the adventure experience is a fantastic place to go and experience that. Um, but I think the unique thing about the new Tiger 900 range is the, is the T-plane uh, crank, um, which really gives the engine a lot more character than the previous one. Really great raspy noise and particularly... What do you guys think? If you were to get an off-road bike, uh, would you go yeah, with the Tiger or the African it, Twin from Honda? MCN. I mean, it was their bike of the year, so there you go. There's no, no bigger testament <laughs> yeah, than that. Indeed. So, Michael, that's some of the great bikes from the 2020 lineup, but why don't we go and have a look at some of what's new for the 2021? Let's go. I feel quite privileged to be one of the first in the UK to see the new Trident 660. A little bit different for you guys. Can you give us the story behind the bike? Yeah, absolutely. So super excited to be showing you around the new Trident. It's joining the Street Triple family in our roads to range, uh, but really targeting the middleweight uh, segment of the market. And at the heart of this bike is a 660 triple engine uh, featuring all of that kind of Hinkley character low down torque, linear power delivery that we think is going to set Go this figure. bike. Go figure, I lost the friggin' uh, Alongside the chat room. engine, a lot of tech features as well. Yeah, we've worked really hard to incorporate, um, you know, cracking value for everything that you get with this bike. But really All right, so that's a look at some of the new 2021s. Triumph is really killing it, man. Really killing it. Uh, their lines are getting better. They're, you know what? Their suspension, every damn thing. Love them. This, again, is from Motorcycle Live. Motorcycle Live. And this was the general manager of Triumph UK and Ireland. Check them out. Now, for Triumph's big reveal of the Triple 1200 RS. Oh, you got to love it. Hi there, I'm Matt, and I'm really excited to welcome you to the Triumph Speed Triple 1200 RS launch. Thank you so much. For H.E. a beauty. Uh, and here it is, the all-new Speed Triple 1200 RS. I'm very pleased to be your host for today's launch and to be able to share with you the full story of this. This is from their official uh, deal. Landmark moment in one of the motorcycles. Have you noticed how the store, uh, sport bikes are kind of getting rid of all and the with plastics? with the help of some of the Triumph team to tell you all what makes this such a revolution, from its revolution in speed, triple power and performance, to its revolution in agility, handling and technology. And as you can see, also in its attitude and in its style. We will also, of course, share with you the full details on its price and exactly when this stunning new Speed Triple 1200 RS will be available in Triumph dealers. And who better to start with to tell us all about the new engine and the step up in performance than Triumph's Chief Product Officer, Steve Sargent. Steve, welcome to the studio. Thanks, man. Hey, Great I got some of uh, uh, the chat the, back. the Speed Triple engine, which personally has always been one of my favorites. Revolution is a really strong statement. What does that actually mean in terms of the bikes? Let's take a couple uh, looks at it. Here's been a racer. Really, run. really well. Um, and like I say, can't wait to pick up where I left off and ride my Triumph. Hell yeah, man. That right there was debuted uh, yesterday on the uh, official Triumph Motorcycles uh, YouTube channel. The Triumph Speed Triple 1200 RS. I know a lot of you young ones out there are going to be wanting that one. Uh, yeah, Triumph's coming with the vengeance, man. My first one was a 77 Bonneville. And yeah, do I miss that one? I miss it. But anyway, let's get on to some biker news, man. Biker news. Okay, 
the London Free Press. Police are probing Beef Baron Fire. Now, this is the four suspicious blaze link to the Barletta clan. Oh, looks like somebody, you know, wasn't making enough money there. And next thing you know, it goes off in flames. You know, you can watch it on the Goodfellas. That actually is what happens. Anyway, police are investigating a suspected arson at a London strip club. I guess the girls weren't making enough money. The fourth suspicious fire at a property linked to the family of an alleged Hells Angels member. Firefighters were called to a fire at the Beef Baron. <laughs> I like that for a strip club, man. Beef Baron. By the way, don't forget to uh, pound rock on in that comment section as well as hit the like and share that sucker and go over to uh, the Discord server. You got that link in the description box, hopefully. If not, yeah, I got it in there. But go over there and uh, you know what? That's what I need to do is put a strip club room in the Discord server. You know, the finest strippers around. Round. Yes, get some videos, some, you know, pictures and stuff. I think that'll work out. I'm going to do that after the show. Anyway, uh, they were called to the Beef Baron East uh, Adelaide Street uh, on Tuesday. The Beef Baron has been shuttered since September after the province ordered all strip clubs to close as part of a raft of measures to slow the spread of COVID-19. Yeah, so no money's being made, and yeah. <laughs> a weekend antique market had set up shop in the club, but it's not immediately clear whether it was still operating. The overnight, yeah, probably in the back room. I ain't going to go there. Uh, the overnight fire, which caused an estimated $5,000 damage and didn't result in any injuries, uh, comes five months after another suspicious blaze gutted a nearby King uh, Street duplex where dancers from the club stayed. Now that's what I'm talking about. You know, you got them at work, and then you got them a place to live, treating them nice. Yeah, that's how you do it. Quote, the investigation is closed pending new information. Beef Baron operator Vincent Barletta, the brother of former London Hells Angels chapter president Robert Barletta, didn't respond to a request for comment. I thought this guy was an angel. That's what you said. But now it says former. You guys make up your mind. You're killing me. Robert Barletta, 51, faces 25 charges including bookmaking, laundering, proceeds of crime, Fraud and tax evasion related to, uh, to Operation Hobart, an investigation into an alleged multi-million dollar gambling operation that police contend was run by members of the Hells Angels, an alleged Toronto crime family. You know, if people need to make a living during these COVID-19 times, man, you guys are shutting everything down. So they got to find something to make the money. You know, you already killed the bookmaking industry with all these freaking stadiums being closed. The Super Bowl, I heard it, you know, and I don't watch football because of, you know, their political BS. But, uh, you know, and hockey, man, I love my hockey. 
But anyway, they're only supposed to have 22,000 people in there. That ain't cool. Anyway, at least uh, two uh, houses have been destroyed by fires, including one at 203 Commissioner's Road uh, that was gutted by a suspected arson one week after its owner was jointly charged with Barletta with weapons and bookmaking offenses. Property records show the home was owned by uh, Salvatrice Barletta. Holy cow, man. You got to give it to them. They just like on fire and stuff, uh, literally. <laughs> anyway, we got a uh, conclusion to this one here. Uh, Times Union, young military member admits role in death of missing Saratoga County biker. He pleads guilty to manslaughter and a felony weapons possession. Again, out of Times Union, there is a picture of Michael Aaron, a member of the Rolling Pride Motorcycle Club. Yes, now they're going to bring clubs into it after, you know, one person did something. Yep, clubs are bad. That's what they're going to say. A uh, young National Guard member from the Clifton Park has pleaded guilty to manslaughter in connection with the disappearance two years ago of a Saratoga County biker. Jeff Jeffers, 25, a private first class, has been a focus of the investigation into Aaron's uh, disappearance. Oh, okay, my fault. Oh, my fault. My fault. Correction. Retraction. Retraction. Uh... He was, and that's not the picture of him and stuff. My fault, Rolling Pride Motorcycle Club. I screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, it was Jack Jeffers that did it. Uh, Jeffers has an extensive arrest record that includes a federal conviction for gun trafficking. According to court records, Jeffers has been in custody since about April of 2019, three months after Ahern was reported missing. When authorities went to investigate at a garage on Brickyard Road, where he had resided, his pets and vehicles were still there. Uh, Saratoga County Sheriff's officials said that Jeffers may not have acted alone, either in causing his uh, death or disposing of the corpse, and that others associated with the area's biker club network remain a focus on the investigation. So a lot uh, going on here. Uh, he was shot and killed by Jeffers. Uh, the alleged murder weapon was recovered by investigators. Jeffers had possessed the gun illegally. Again, retraction. It you know that picture is not him. Uh, that is of uh, the victim as well as Rolling Pride. A retraction, Hollywood screwed the pooch on that one. Now, going to, this is a sad state of affairs right here. Uh, North uh, West Side biker electrician and a Vietnam vet, we lost another one, dedicated his life to helping others, especially veterans in need. Uh, Bob Risky, 70, cheated a few uh, deaths a few times, making it through Vietnam, a bad motorcycle crash, and a heart attack. But the beast of COVID took him down. There's a picture of him, Bob Bresky. 
Uh, he was uh, from Jeff- Jefferson Park. He was a Marine who served in Vietnam in 68 and 69. Those were the bad years in Vietnam right there. Uh, the experience as well as connecting with Chicago veteran community taught him the power of brotherhood and the bond that comes with it. Quote, I don't know that he ever said no to anyone other than his kids. There is nothing like the veteran community in life. It's a brotherhood and bond that is with them eternally. Any vet he could help in any way, he'd be the first in line. Uh, Bob Bresky uh, is a longtime uh, lineman electrician. Hell yeah, those are the guys that put your electric power back on after a bad storm. Uh, he died uh, at the age of 70. Uh, he was also, there's a picture of him in Vietnam in 68. Uh, he was 17 years old when he uh, enlisted. And then uh, it looks like he is a member of the Blue Knights Motorcycle Club. If that was the case, our condolences go out to your club uh, for losing somebody like this. Uh, sad state of affairs, man. Sad state of affairs. But he does look like he is a member of the Knights. Now, uh, some good news for the Hells Angels. Uh, man. Hells Angels uh, wins court challenge over gun license renewal. B.C. Supreme Court Justice Francisca Marzeri said the provincial court should have taken an independent look at all the evidence in the case instead of determining whether the firearm officer's decision was reasonable. And guess who it's from? Kimmy Bolin. You gotta love Kimmy, man. She covers everything up there pretty good. A uh, full patch member of the Hells Angels will get another shot at renewing his firearm license. B.C. Supreme Court Justice Francisco Marzini has ruled that Gastron Method should get a second hearing in provincial court to make his case about why he deserves to have his license renewed. Basically what they're saying up there is because of his uh, membership and ties that he should not be allowed a gun. And they're pretty strict up in Canada when it comes to handguns. I know that. Uh, and they're pretty strict on guns, that, you know, big time. They got to go through, I think I was talking to uh, uh, Harm and Duana. They got to go through all kinds of stuff to get a license to buy. And it's not like the Second Amendment here. Uh, but uh, the original judge, according to them, did not apply the right standard in reviewing that decision, she said the provincial court should have taken an independent look at all the evidence in the case instead of determining whether the firearms officer decision was reasonable. Hmm. Yes, firearms officer's decision. Man, you guys got some weird laws up there. Now, Corey Graff's wall of shame. Nine Houston officers charged, including one in murder, uh, in probe of deadly 2019 raid. The eight other current and former officers were indicted in what authorities described as a long scheme to steal overtime money. Does that mean you can use Rico on them now? 
because they got predicates and they did it as an organization. Do they get put on the gang task force list down in uh, Texas? Just asking. Just asking. Uh, Tim Stola, Texas grand jury, indicted a Houston police officer Monday on a murder charge and indicted eight other current and former officers in what authorities described as a long-term scheme to steal overtime money that was discovered after an investigation of a deadly 2019 raid. Holy cow. You guys are like kingpins. Uh, police department narcotics squad carried out a drug raid at the home. Uh, Tuttle's wife. Hey, Tuttle. <laughs> no relations to Orange County, right? Uh, and their dog were killed in a shootout. Well, you got to shoot the dogs, man. Uh, the officers indicted Monday face first and second degree charges of engaging in organized criminal activity, theft by a public servant, and tampering with governmental records. Uh, several of the officers were previously charged in the botched raid. Another officer uh gerard jones was charged last year with two counts of murder in the case he pleaded not guilty and released on 150,000 that's only what 15,000 that 10 oh my god you know what you guys get all kinds of freaking uh deals man anybody else would be a million dollar bond Anyway, come back for my final... Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! And welcome back. Yeah, I'm live, you dumb shit. <laughs> You know, but I got a phone over here. I'm only on YouTube, but uh, looks like we got the same troll going under a different name over there. Uh, but we are live. But anyway, what do you guys think about the union stuff, man? I can't believe people. Uh, all the stuff that unions have done, my God. And then you go out and bash them. Why? Because uh, you get, uh, you know... Your peckers hurt because you're jealous. I don't know. Anyway, what about uh, Triumph's new deal, man? Triumph's new deal is, uh, you know, they're really getting into that uh, market that uh, sporties and all that stuff hold, as well as the speed bark market. You know, I just find it interesting that a lot of these uh, new models, they're getting rid of a lot of the uh, plastics and stuff. But uh, the kids, they must be going nuts over that. I bet uh, Harley-Davidson is really regretting the Buell right now. They should have kept that sucker going. Uh, that and the V-Rod, uh, the whole nine yards. You guys had it, and you just gave it up. Not cool stuff, man. But, hey, we'll see where you guys uh, advance on that one. I know uh, Honda, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and all that stuff, they're getting in some wicked stuff. So we'll see if Harley-Davidson can catch up. And I got to say, Indian as well, man. Indian as well. So, but with that, you guys, enjoy the day. Don't forget to go over onto the Discord server. Go on to uh, the other platforms. Odyssey, new video dropped over there uh, yesterday. That's uh, our second home is Odyssey. Uh, once a week, we drop a video on Tuesday by 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
With that, you guys enjoy your day. Have a good Hi, one. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari, and you're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Take the time to go over to the Insane Throttles Discord server and get hooked up with other bikers. Text, video, and voice chat. There is always something going on. Check out our biker babe and motorcycle pics. Click on the link in the description box now. Rock on! I said goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat. Yeah.